story well now we want to know more. <coughs> well I now mean, you have to say i mean it's not it? really embarrassing it's just funny uh-huh. uh but i remember being a kid watching big and then he touches uh that lady's boobs that he works with oh yeah yeah and i was like oh, i cannot wait until i'm older and i to can touch, touch boobs, boobs. <laughs> you touch boobs <laughs> i was like six years old or something <laughs> <laughs> i just remember thinking that <laughs> so when i'm an adult Woman just let me touch their boobs. When I get my wish granted from Zoltar, yeah. and I become a full tall adult, Tom Hanks, I'll be touching boobs too. What do you want to be when you grow up, Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks hands on <laughs> boobs. You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Coming to you live. From the Sanderson Sisters Cottage in Salem, Massachusetts. It's 1992, and there's a black flame candle, and Alice's Yabos. <laughs> Mikey, don't blow it out, because you are a virgin. <laughs> this is Failing Hollywood. Yep, I'm Mikey T. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the intro so hard for everybody? <laughs> I don't understand. Because there's so many. Dun, 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 dun. I don't not. know how many there are. I'm there's like, dun, dun, dun. You still I, missed a bunch of information. That you, was, the, that that was, was the, all they needed to know. That was the best intro the show ever had. <laughs> okay, fair, fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm your host, Mikey T. Alice's Yabos. <laughs> was it Alice? I think so, yeah. The babe in that? That Max had a crush on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was Jackie that you heard uh, talking. Hi, I'm Jackie. Yeah, and then we also have one arm ninja back in the studio with us again, also known as Yabos. <laughs> what is Yabos? Boobs. Uh, it's boobs. Oh. Yeah. Is that what do they call it? That in Hocus Pocus? Mm. Yeah, the oh. Max's sister, Danny. She's like, and you like Alice because she's got big Yabos. Oh. Okay, I guess yeah. I missed that part. <laughs> um, it's did, a classic. Was it a cottage that they were living in? Is that what it was? It was, yes, originally their cottage from the 1600s, but in 1992 was converted to the Salem uh, Witch Museum. But when Max blew out the black flame candle because no, he... No, I think he lit it. Is, yeah, he's a, yeah, vir- yeah he when he lit it, it cuz he's a virgin... He's a Virgin Mary. Uh, the Sanderson sisters came back to life. Speaking of, what's spoiler alert? I guess if you've yeah, ever seen that movie, but we, I, I know we usually talk about this. It's been more than enough time. News. You should have seen it by now. It's uh, almost thirty years. See the movie. Looks like Hocus Pocus. Hocus we... Pocus Two is filming at La Salle Academy in Rhode Island, not yes. Salem, Massachusetts. I saw on TikTok, um, someone filmed. Like a little bit of the sets there in their neighborhood in Rhode Island. So they are actually doing it. Because for a long time they were talking about it. So I guess now they actually are. And the Sanderson sisters are going to be in it, right? We were just talking about that at the grocery store a little bit. 
I don't think you can have it without the Sanderson sisters. Bette right? Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker. Who's the other one? Uh, oh, God. Now they're all actually as old as they are. I'm sorry. Do you know any of, of those actresses? Yeah, I know who Bette Midler is. Yeah, who's the other one? Mikey? Sarah Jessica Parker. And the other one? Um, I'm about to tell you. <laughs> Everyone's screaming. Right. Now, Kathy McJamie. It doesn't say Mick Jamie. Oh, yeah. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Jimmy. <laughs> yep. You got yeah, the it's, it's, version. <laughs> it's obviously Mick Kathy Najimi. Yeah. How did you not remember her? Duh. She was actually, I think, one of the best uh, Sanderson sisters in that. Yeah, she was one, one of the best. She was the comedic relief that we needed. She was at least in the top three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. fair enough. Uh, I wonder if they're going to... Oh, have... Allison, sorry. Allison's Yabos. Allison. Oh. Yeah, that's right. I was like, what are you talking about? How are her Yabos? I mean, damn. Oh. When she's dressed in that 1700s dress? No. <laughs> Woo! I'm, I mean, like today, present day. Oh, got they? you. Okay, okay. Uh, What? <laughs> That wasn't like a sexual awakening for me at all. What are you talking about? (laughs) Anyways, uh, (laughs) I have yet to wake up sexually. Bill, how you been doing? Oh, man, so good. Keeping nice and busy and and, and doing life stuff? Yeah, except for this week. I like just really anticipated that strike to happen. And uh, I think we all did. Yeah, I was was, like astounded it didn't. When they're like, hey. Don't even fucking do it. Show up to work on Monday. <laughs> well, I got a text on my phone from <laughs> Local 44 on Saturday night, and it said, uh, strike averted. Yeah. We came to an agreement. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, uh, I I just sharpened all these knives. <laughs> so forever. Yeah. My, sharpened the got my pitchforks pitch out. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that, that's still... Uh, Update from that from the last episode. It, we're still in limbo. We're exactly the same place we were um, when the last episode came. We went through the last episode and went bullet point by bullet point. You got the email like that stated everything out of what yep. it it held in it. <clears throat> we literally went through all that like by each bullet point and kind of explained every little thing. Um, I don't know when the vote is going to be for that. Now we're still going to be wait. Uh, three to four weeks. Three to four weeks. Oh my so, god, that's so long. So, yeah. d- so this agreement is this going to be active now? Like, no, this not right. Not okay. Now. I mean, the, the they need to. We need to have the vote on this, and it needs we're to go to still, the table. It's still yeah, not in. We're still effect. on the old contract, and when okay. <clears throat> the new one does go to into effect, it won't be until like August. Is it? Wow. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I think it starts immediate. It just starts shifting. I but, don't know. And doesn't it hit retroactively to some Yeah, degree? I guess it does. Yeah, they said retro pay uh, and all that stuff is, is part of it. So I don't know. I guess we're going to have to see. But I, I it's probably going to stay exactly the same for now unless like uh, – I don't know. There's meetings going on about it, so we're gonna we're gonna find out. But as of now, everything's the same as we mentioned last week. So if you want to know details, go and check out episode. What was it? One oh six. Heck, I if I know, I could barely count up to twelve. Yeah, one oh six. This is episode of one oh seven here. Um, welcome to one oh seven, guys. 
made it nice and far. So aside from that, how else was your your uh, your past week? Past few weeks, we haven't seen you in almost a month here. Uh, really good. Worked with uh, Mark Wahlberg and Kevin Hart and some other people that are escaping my brain on a thing. Nice. Um, and then I was just on that All American Homecoming show. Wait, what? I was working. Yeah, on he just said like you were. You're like that. You were the shopper. Yeah, the set deck. One of the set deck buyers. Yeah, I um, I was on there doing props with Carly. Oh, okay, uh, nice. They just had like um a week and a half or something of uh a lot of BG and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like all the baseball field shit they needed yeah. help. So yeah, I was there for like a week and a half. Or something oh, okay. Like was Cody Christian there? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> Did you did you know did you see that they're making a a, a Teen Wolf movie? Yes, I'm sure. I, I text you about it. Remember? Yeah, probably because you said that Cat might do it. Yeah, because I at first because I was like I, I would do that show, but only if I get to master it for sure. Yeah. Like yeah. I 100 percent and full full blown confident mastering that show at this point. Yeah. Um. So, and I know I I don't know for a fact, but I'm pretty certain I would be. First in line after cat. <laughs> well, you know do I mean? the higher ups know that you're a prop master now and you have well, a cat trailer? knows I'm a prop master now. Well, maybe you, I don't know. I don't know if you want to step on toes there, but you could mention, hey, I'm a prop master now. Well, no, uh, here's the thing. Uh, I texted cat about it and I said, hey, did you hear about the team old thing? She goes, yeah, I, I, I was messaging with Jeff Davis uh, not too long ago and I said, oh, uh, if it happens, when it happens, uh, is that something you're going to want to do? And she said, yeah, I would come back for that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, guess I'm not working on Teen Wolf. <laughs> she was the prop master on the series, for people that don't know. Yeah, she was a prop master on every single season of the series, and that's how I got where I worked on a few seasons with her and everything like that. But uh, And you said she's retired now? Yeah, she's retired. Well, oh, okay. well, she's gonna come back to do stuff like that. Like she would come back. Her her kid is like old enough now to where she'll come back and do stuff every once in a while. I think like if it's worth it to her. But that's the type of environment that would probably be good. Hey, maybe I'll give her your number and you can maybe jump in there as a prop person. I told you to already. Did you not yet? Uh, I don't know. I think I'm waiting for something. <laughs> Maybe I'm waiting Damn, for something dude, bigger to okay. happen. Let's wait. I want to wait till it's like for sure happening and a sure thing. But yeah, wait. I mean, the movie's I know for sure happening. Yeah, I thought it was. A yeah, I know. They I mean, I, I'm saying like when there's dates and I actually have her coming in to to do it because she hasn't been officially mm. asked yet. You know what I mean? But I know Damien ain't gonna be there, so they're gonna need somebody to run their sets and everything. Oh, and we yeah. don't know about. I, I thought you were talking about. We don't know. We don't know what it's going to be like. We don't know if Tyler did Tyler get asked to do it or is he even going to be involved? I haven't talked to him about it. You don't know. No. Yeah, I haven't talked to him in a while either. So we don't even know if like Tyler's going to be involved or if anybody from the original is going to be involved. I feel like they'd bring like the main people back. Maybe, but he's old as fuck now. Well, I guess he could be like the Tyler Hecklin like character like yeah like, like the i'm sure they're not gonna wise. be like hey he's old as fuck now he's the same age as us so yeah. you're saying we're old <laughs> like, yeah well no well it's like tyler hecklin like i'm more of like the older uh wolf that's uh he's like the the, the kid that graduated high school years ago yeah. but still hangs around yeah well, he still hangs around but he like runs the punk rock band out of his like wolf garage wolf <laughs> garage <laughs> It's my garage where I keep all my wolves. Yeah, yeah. 
They play a spooky spooky disco. Spooky disco is is, is the main Ooh. thing. We Let's met see. someone last night that plays spooky disco. You were like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm a band. What type of music do you play?" Spooky disco. We're like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> Sounds like horny music. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "You must do a really good Monster Mash remix." <laughs> That's pretty much what he's like. Thing. Like, let's be serious, okay? Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much. Yeah, he was like, no. No. I was like, know. oh. I was like, okay. well, you definitely have a synth player. I was then. just like, no, joking. It's a, a three-piece. <laughs> you <laughs> have like, no idea what I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He was very serious about it. I was like, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Moving on now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, won't talk about your spooky uh, disco or whatever. Yep. But yeah, so uh, I'll be interested to see what more is developed about that. Um, I probably won't be involved unless Kat uh, doesn't do that. I would double dip the shit out of that show. (laughs) You you might want to explain that one. (laughs) Um, That's when you take two jobs at the same time. Um, (laughs) I'd definitely be doing that. (laughs) Oh my God, Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it don't take. I mean, Bill. Okay, Bill stop, took Bill. a pretty <laughs> massive edible before we went, so his mind has been a little bit gutterized. Don't threaten me. I'll take another one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Jackie, how have you been? It's been a while since you've been on the show since the Madonna Inn, I believe. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, I am. The past two weeks, I started a new kid show for Apple Plus, season one, and um, it's. It has a lot of Ned's declassified vibes to it. Um, a lot of the crew that worked on... Bill, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just over here like, does anyone know what Ned's declassified is? Yes, people know what it. is that? It, it was a Nickelodeon show. It was so good. The Coconut Head. There's a kid named Coconut oh, Head. You want me to bring it up? No, I do know what you're talking yeah. about. Okay. Cookie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a lot okay. of Ned's declassified Cookie. vibes. Wow. Yeah, wow. I totally forgot about yeah, that. And um, <clears throat> a lot of the crew that worked on that are working on this. And I am uh, running the set. I'm <gasps> one of the assistant prop masters running the set. Who's the director? We have different directors every episode. Oh. I was wondering if Phil Lewis worked on that one. Oh, I don't know. He does like a lot of like this type of stuff. I just worked with him on uh, Head of the Class. Oh, okay. And I he... came in late into the season. I basically am filling in for someone that got fired. Oh. So, but it's going good. That's always uh, an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. Like, At first I was like, oh God, like yeah, why did they like, get fired? Let, let me fill this spot. Yeah, and it's a prop master that I've never worked for, but um, one of my friends, Carolyn, who was the prop master on Drunk History that I worked for, she's Mm. rad. She's also one of the assistant prop masters on it, so she kind of recommended me for it, and it's going really good. The UPM from Horror Stories, Carlos, do you remember him? Yes. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. UPM? He's the first AD on it. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah Carlos it was, was great. Yeah. 
He's yeah. really nice. They're all great. He's say, so nice. Yeah. He's so nice. So He's he, a really good AD, too. Is he? Yeah. I, he pr- he know, primarily AD'd. He just started UPMing. In oh, production yeah. Ma- UPM stands that, for Unit Production Manager. Short, just production manager. They're the person that oversees all the departments, oversees the money. So they're like the connection between the creatives and the, uh, the producers, pretty much. I'd say that's mm-hmm. a good description. Oh, right? my God. Yeah. I'm so happy someone finally explained to me because I was like, UPM, what the fuck is this person? Oh, you For didn't real? know? No, no, no. I'm oh, kidding. okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like the, they're like the kind of boss man. Like, if, if you, they're the, they're the you, man. They're the ones you they're need to get. They're almost the man. They're the man to, to the man. Yeah. If you want extra workers for a day where you Ooh, have like a lot of people. He's almost the man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're good. If you have like extra workers for the day or you need to hire extra people they're the person that needs to give you the okay and approve and then they're they're the people that like you tell your whole crew hey if you see the production manager walking around act busy because they'll cut them and make them go home early which has happened to me before which has happened a lot (laughs) a lot of stuff if they see them like not working or something like that you know like a couple years ago i was day playing on grace and frankie and we were shooting at Circus Liquor in North Hollywood. And uh, they're like, we already propped up all the background and everything. Like, it was the downtime. We already unloaded the steak bed and stuff. And the freaking UPM came by and she starts yelling at um, one of the assistant prop masters, like, why is your person not doing anything? They don't need to be here. We don't need them. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh my God. That's literally the only time that's happened to me. So they send me home early, which is like, okay, how are they going to wrap out all this background yeah. and load all this shit onto the steak bed at the end of the night? It's going to take longer, That's but the problem. okay, sure. That's a problem with That's props so and additionals. <laughs> I think a lot of departments, there's like they're very specific in, in when we need extra people because with props, primarily it's when you have a lot of background. So let's say you have 200 school students, like you're shooting a school scene. Um, that's like 200 people you need to give skateboards, backpacks, instruments to, mm-hmm. bicycles, like uh, notebooks, notebooks, headphones, headphones, yeah, yeah, everything like school books, like textbooks and stuff like that. Skateboard All... helmet, elbow pads, backpack. sack lunch. I usually, I usually <laughs> when it's a school, knife. I usually try to give it, band it, case. No, I want to every every time we're shooting at a school from now on, we need to like. I Find the kid. I there's say shooting at a school, filming at a school. Um, we, we got to uh, because there's always the one kid that's just a pain in the ass. I want to start getting like a clip-on cast with a with a crutches and just oh to make that God. kid walk around. Because <laughs> you know every school yeah. you're at, there's always the kid in the crutches. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's so, always a uh, Eugene. Yeah. A yeah. Eugene. <laughs> Eugene. So I want to start making that a thing. Like that could be like. Our mo, if they if there's people, oh, we're getting a call from Freddie. Should I answer it? Yeah, yeah. answer okay. it. Can you tap the tap it in? Yo. Yo. Hey. What you up? To? Uh, we're we're live on Failing Hollywood right now. Say hi to the people. Okay. Hi. <laughs> Are you actually recording? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, who do you got? I got Jackie here and Bill's here too. Oh. <laughs> Where are you at? I'm at the house. You didn't tell me you were reporting today. <laughs> oh. I thought I did. Wait, no. he's here right now? Wait, you're you're at this house? No, you're at your house. 
Yeah. Oh. Got you. Yeah. <clears throat> We're about to have a props barbecue, so Bill came by earlier to knock it out before everybody else gets here. Oh, yeah. No, I just, I realized, dude, I was reading articles and shit on the Alec Baldwin thing. I realized I worked with the cinem- cinematographer who died, like, last year. Oh, my God. Oh, really? In New Mexico, that yeah. job you did? Yeah, uh, me and Jake did a job. He brought me on for, like, the last uh, week and a half or whatever. Oh damn! Yeah, we we yeah. we're we're about to talk about that soon. But uh, it, we we worked with the first AD on it too. Mikey and I, yeah. Oh really? Because it's a hundred percent his fault. Well, I wouldn't say a hundred, but I'd say probably about eighty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he grabbed a gun off a cart and, without checking, it, handed it to an actor and said it was cold. Yeah. yeah, but also the prop people that had the gun, why were there live ammo there in that? There should have never right. been never, live never. Ammo anywhere near also, the set. It, it was an armor. I guess she's like a daughter of some famous armor. Yeah. Uh, so then you should 100% know better. Guns loaded on a cart unattended. <laughs> yeah. No. So well, she should she 100%. She earlier about this movie before this incident, she was like, Oh, I, I was really worried I didn't have enough experience to do the job, but it's been going pretty smoothly. No, yeah, you shouldn't so take that. So smooth. <laughs> At all. Yeah. Like a gravel parking lot. <laughs> you should hit up Rocket Shoes here if he'll come on and talk about it. Maybe. Oh, yeah, that's a good yeah, idea. I told him he, he said he would come on soon again. I, t- I saw him a couple weeks ago, and he, he kind of mentioned that he would come back on and hang out. So we'll have to get him on soon. Oh, nice. I don't know. It's yeah. it's it's a weird time. I don't think uh, too many uh, armorers want to be super outspoken right now. No, I feel bad for everybody well, uh, in the situation. Did you see it's the really email sad. That Forty-four like, confirmed there wasn't a single member on set. It was all like local unions. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, wasn't it non-union? Which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. No, it was. I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was non-union. That. No, it was New Mexico Union. It was New Mexico IOC. Yeah, IA Local 480, I think it was. Like, like, I I feel so bad. Like, is somebody going to get charged for this? Probably. Probably. It's just like um, with Sarah Jones, where the producers, they went on trial for her death. And... Yeah, but like, who's to blame here? I mean, the well, first AD. The first AD definitely... and definitely the armor. <laughs> yeah, like, well, oh my God. We'll see. That's so sad. Yeah, and then also production for, you know, cutting, for having such a tight budget that they can't afford fucking experienced people. Yeah, yeah true. And putting fucking saving money over saving lives. Yeah. 100%. Uh, um, that's sad. They need to start requiring fucking certificates for people to handle weapons. Yeah, or somebody that's at least taken the course. Um, all right, I'm going to let I'm gonna let you go, man. Okay. I'll call you. I'll call you in a little bit. Okay. Later, ho. Later, brother. Your dad says bye. Um, I mean, <laughs> I guess since this is open, <laughs> since he opened up the conversation with this, I guess we could jump into that right now. I was gonna sure. keep the mood light for a little bit, but Freddy coming and darkening it up right away—that's what the paranormal fuckboy does. So here we go. So if you haven't heard. <laughs> Um, I'm sure the whole world is... Uh, my mom knew before I did. Did I tell you that? 
about the uh, Alec Baldwin thing? Well, they're very close to your mother and Alec Baldwin. <laughs> I know. Sure he called her first. Yeah, I know. My mom, my mom. Listen, Mikey's mom. Yeah. My mom calls me and just goes, "Did you? Are you okay?" And I said, uh, "Yes." She goes, "Oh, I heard. I know you live by ranches and stuff. The movie ranches, and there was a shooting on the movie ranch." And I was like, "What?" And I looked it up. I was like, "Mom, this is in New Mexico. I'm not even in the same state." <laughs> um, For her, there they are. They're yeah, the, they are the same state. So I guess I guess what <laughs> California, happened, New Mexico. If you haven't, I'm sure you already heard. But what happened was. Uh, there was a, pro- from what the article says, a prop weapon that was used on set. And during a rehearsal, Alec Baldwin uh, shot it, and then it shot the DP, and then went through the DP and hit the director, killing the DP. Um, he cocked the gun and pulled the trigger. He didn't, yeah, well, it cocked. He It's a revolver, so you don't really need to cock it. Okay. Well. But he pulled the trigger. <laughs> um, well, I mean, you know, like when you pull the hammer back, like... Yeah, I guess. There's more news coming out now that's making things a little bit clearer. Um, One, the set that was happening was completely unsafe. The whole camera department walked out the day before and had addressed Mm -hmm. issues. Like, the the gun safety was bad on set. First of all, if if a... They said that the gun had misfired. They had had, like, little situations with the gun misfiring three different times. Of a different gun, but like, oh really? Yeah, they had discharged twice, oh, bl- two that. blanks, accident, a stunt guy in in um in an enclosed set. It happened twice. Oh my god! And they had that. So why were there blanks during rehearsals for then to begin with? So obviously she wasn't. Why like, are they not learning her lesson? But why are they rehearsing with a real gun? Why aren't they just rehearsing with a like stick. an airsoft? Anything. Anything else? A rubber is what we use. And also, use. why are you pulling the trigger during rehearsal? You should not be doing that. A big old sack of dummies. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's it's kind of baff. The more information comes out, the more baffling it is. Because uh, as a prop master, we're kind of in charge of making sure also that there's a, a capable armorer there for those armory days. And as a prop master in, in local 44 in California, in order to be that, we have to take every four years the the class. It, we have to take our firearm safety class. You guys all had to take that, right? Even yep. in property. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I like, just retook mine. I just retook mine too. It's way better in class. It's yeah. You definitely get a little bit more out of it when we actually had to go in person, but yeah, I guess it's COVID now, so there's that. Yeah, it's but, all online courses and stuff. But other locals don't have to take that. <laughs> they're also supposed to like check and make sure the chamber's clear between every, you know, w- before they hand the gun off to an actor. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, there's a like, lot of there's so many steps to check no. and make sure that this wouldn't happen. That clearly did not happen but here's yeah. like a, a a you know good fucking rule to follow don't touch other departments shit yeah yeah so what happened more specifically is um there was a bunch of guns that were on the per- the, the the armorer or prop person's cart and the first the assistant director just walked up i guess he was in a rush for the rehearsal and just walked up to the cart, grabbed a gun, yelled cold weapon on set. And what that means is the weapon has been checked and cleared. Clearly it didn't. Uh, so he was trying to move things so quick that he just yelled it out just to get it going. 
threw the gun in Alec Baldwin's hand, and then during the rehearsal, they fired it. And it turns out there was an actual real bullet in it, not a blank, a real bullet, which for some reason made its way on set. Why real ammunition was on set yeah, baffles should me. Never that's be like on the set. one thing that I read that I was like, why on earth was there a real bullet at all? Because weren't they weren't they like uh, shooting in between takes? Like I, I don't want I don't want to speculate, but apparently they. I they, thought I read that. that. I've heard that they were like sh- trying to shoot rounds in the like in, on breaks and stuff out in the oh, which, like a like shooting just range. Have a little shooting. I guess there was a shooting range nearby, and they which would you say, definitely should not be doing that no. at all. No, so that is a huge problem. So they had that, and then. Nobody cleared the weapon. Like, there's so much problems there. I feel like, like, I'm a gun owner, and I own a pistol. That gun is never loaded outside of the range. It does, It goes in empty, and then it comes out empty. Like, those bullets don't even hit the magazine before that. Like, if someone breaks in, that's the one problem it would take. It t- I'd have to load a magazine real quick, but whatever like it's it's all for the safety thing so Dude. being on set it's, it seems even crazier that real ammunition would get there not to mention if you were shooting them on lunch and you leave some in the chamber and it would make it back to a set cart one that's an issue that's about four issues i just mentioned then you're putting it on the set cart guns are supposed to be locked up at yeah. all times yep. on the cart you don't locked leave away. them unattended at all we lock up our replicas when we have gun days yeah in the yeah. cart we always lock them yeah and and that's the thing because like, people yeah. are stupid and they they think props is like so cool Ooh, the toys let me like everyone let me play with it blah, blah blah and it's like shit. no it's not you wouldn't do that if you like like, I oh, can't, I can't just go up to the camera and start fucking with it. Yeah, like, like take a lens. Like, ooh, let me toss this fucking camera lens. Yeah, around. it's People the same like, thing. Oh my god, are you insane? Yeah, it's the same thing. But because like props is like everyday objects, it just they look so inviting to people. I yeah, guess. exactly. Yeah, it uh, it's there was just so one after another and then they're supposed to be like what the the key grip's supposed to clear it the special effects artist is supposed to clear it the first ad is supposed to well, clear the first it AD and you're supposed in, to be cleared yeah. by the actor like as an armor you need to be every single time and then even Ugh. with blanks it's it's a whole thing it's like you need to the amount of carelessness though to it put is. a loaded gun on your set blanks card. aren't even supposed yeah. to, even set. blanks aren't supposed to hit the gun until, until cameras up yeah. everything's ready to go yeah. and then the AD says, all right, uh, rolling. Then you put him in after it's cleared and hand him and say, weapon hot. Yeah. And then you go in. And that didn't even happen. Well, was the safety not even on? There's either? no safety on a revolver or on, okay. a, on the type of gun that they were using. Um, okay. Which is the case with a lot of these guns. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, old school Western guns. There's just a lot of things that went into it. <sighs> like... You know, anything that could have went wrong yeah. did went wrong. A lot of people fucking failed yeah. in a lot of areas. And it's really, really sad what happened to her. Because she was a single mom, too. It's really unfortunate. Oh, my God. Um, No, she was married. Oh. Uh, I read somewhere that she was a single mom. but Yeah, I don't know. Uh, apparently, okay. she's married. <laughs> I mean, still, that's that's so sad. No one should be losing their lives over that. Yeah, yeah, totally. At all. No, it's it's just there's so much stupidity and then the, what's been going around on the internet is is 
I don't agree with a lot of the stuff there either. There's because people are starting to petition to try to make fake. I mean, make real guns a thing of the past on set and not, which I don't agree with at yeah, all they, because they want to do it all, all digital. They want to do it all stuff. digital, which I don't agree with at all either because uh, you're kind of ruining it. Like think of Joey Dillon. He's like our good friend. So Joey Dillon, uh, for example, like this would effectively make him obsolete. So his entire life, which he did nothing but train for this position, uh, invested in all these guns. Like half the armors out there, they have whole armories that they had in special modified gun. They put hundreds of thousands of dollars into taking guns, modifying them, and making them specifically so they're safe on set. They have hours and hours and hours of training. They're experts. You know what I mean? They're the best of the best. And any of these like past, there's only been three, I think, uh, problems, uh, gun problems on set with which resulted in either death or injury the in the crow. past like 50 years. Yeah, the crow's the big one. And none of those were ran by an official armorer, really. Like a well-trained official armorer that did the safety precautions correctly. So that's... It shows that if you have like a qualified real person in charge, all this stuff can be done. What? Look at John Wick movies. Like that's crazy guns and blanks firing everywhere. Like I've been zombie on, land. Yeah, or... I've been on sets yeah. where the amount of blanks are insane, and there's firing going off, and they've always been safe. They've always yep. felt safe. I've never been concerned or anything once in those things. Uh, and this is like something. There was no machine guns on this. This was just a little pistol. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's not like so many people had to drop the fucking ball in so many areas for mm -hmm. this to fucking happen. Yeah. So for people to immediately be like, let's get rid of real guns. It's like, that's not I mean, how many times have you been watching a show where they did put in like CG blast? First of all, the blast that they put in CG never really looks good. But then also when a gun doesn't slide or rack, there's no expelled shells. And also, I've never once seen an actor act the kickback correctly at all, mm -hmm. ever. It's usually like, bang, bang. It's like, wow, you must be really I've strong. I've seen some really bad ones. <laughs> yeah. It's just like holding a shotgun, like, boo, boo, boo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, nothing. like a laser. Yeah. <laughs> laser gun. So oh, the man. acting it out, like, that we really. Watch Logan's run right now. <laughs> so that really sells it is that. And I think, like, it's not really fair to categorize and, like, take away all these, like, really trained professionals jobs over the producers hiring somebody that's just not qualified, not good for the job, can't handle it. Like it's an important job and people have spent their lives making sure they can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not to mention it's like, well, what? put it in this category. This most, most accidents happen on set. First, the first one I think is stunt men. The biggest deaths from set have been from stunts. Um, might as well take away their jobs. You know, they're dying, so you can't do that. The second one is... Every, everyone will be replaced with just, like, a dummy. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> the second one is... Everyone will be added in post. <laughs> the second most uh, important... Uh, or, the not important. The second most deaths on set have been caused by helicopters. No more helicopters on set, right? I mean, that's kind of been happening with the the drones with the cameras but i mean if you have a shot about a helicopter then maybe you do <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> well yeah what's what we had were you here when we interviewed fred north the helicopter pilot i don't think so no yeah he's 
it was funny it's like it is most of the deaths on set are caused from like helicopters and like he was so dodgy out of eddie question like that i was like what if like aren't you afraid that it's dangerous he's like it's not dangerous he's like i'm very safe at everything i do it's like all right Whoa. yeah wow but, but most <laughs> of the deaths have been that he's like that's not me <laughs> Right. I have never died, I swear to God. I have never died. <laughs> I am not a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Haunted. <laughs> so it's just, uh, I definitely think we need to reevaluate it, but I think it just goes back to why the reason why we're striking. It's just unsafe. Nobody yeah. does their homework or vets. Like, there's, like we were just saying, there's so much that has to go wrong on set for that to happen. Yeah. Like the fact that nobody checked the chamber that if there is a bullet in there and you see it, nobody took out the bullet to check to make sure it was a dummy, you know? Yeah. yeah. Just I'm just the very first thing like that everything could have been avoided. Why live ammo on a yeah. set? Yeah. For real? That's that, the biggest issue. Like Well, didn't you say the there was an armor? Or well, who was in charge of the guns? Yeah, I guess she's... I don't know if she was just a prop person or the armorer, but I know she was taking armor. She was Pull on the podcast. Pull up the article. Isn't there an article about it? Yeah. Let me see. If I just look up Alec Baldwin. But also, as we were saying earlier with Freddie on the phone, Mikey and I actually worked with the first AD before on a movie called Phantom Halo. And it was like one of the first movies that we worked on here in LA back in 2013. Um, the first AD that grabbed the gun off the cart and gave it to Alec Baldwin. But he, I mean, that was a super low budget movie and that was like almost a decade ago. I mean, I don't know how much more experience he's gained within the last decade, yeah. but I mean, that's just like, filmmaking 101 on kind of too. like don't fucking touch other people's shit yeah yeah so like if i i can't like when i read that the ad walked up to the cart just grabbed a gun and handed it to an actor like that's what got my blood boiling more than anything i was like god if an ad walked up to my cart grabbed, grabbed first of gun. all i wouldn't leave the guns out but if they can't yeah. rubbers maybe even if they walked up and grabbed the rubber i'd be like hey man yeah don't be ever like, fucking touch my what shit are you doing yeah <laughs> ever <laughs> Like that's yeah, so that's fucked up. <laughs> so disrespectful. It's also a little insane. You're grabbing a fucking gun, like yeah. a random fucking gun that's sitting there. You have no idea what the fuck, and you're not even gonna like check it out. Yeah, I guess this the what whatever her name was. She, uh, she admitted like there's audio recording on a podcast that she was on that said like she it was only her second job that she's ever really worked and and she was nervous about stepping onto the set to actually do it in the first place. So that's okay. a red flag. I mean, it also partial partial of the responsibility also does fall in the laps of the producers. You need to make sure you're hiring qualified people, especially if it's a movie that involves guns. You need to make sure that you're hiring the proper people who know what they're doing and don't cut corners with budget. Like if you I get it, you want to save money, that's part of your job, but that is not one that you cut a corner on. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a really shitty situation. <laughs> I mean, uh, I guess there was a lot of, there was, I mean, the whole entire camera team, the union camera team left and they were addressing these specific issues. And that's red flag number one. If they, they specifically talked about 
the gun issues and like yeah. how the gun has had misfired and they were accidentally blowing off blanks. I mean, I also read that that set they the producers were refusing to give people hotels after um, rap after long hours on set, which you're supposed to do so people don't die on the way home driving. And they were shooting like an hour away. And um, some crew just like slept in their car at base camp because they were afraid to drive home because they were so tired. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. So it's clear that production was cutting corners left and right. Yeah. I don't know if Alec Baldwin, he was the executive producer on this, but I talked someone was just like, Oh, it's the studios. It's the studios. I was like, this was an indie film. There's no studio. Yeah. Like there's no <laughs> studio attached. To it's this. not like Warner brothers or universal or anything like that. Yeah. It, it's a small production company that's making it. No. Yeah, it's a... Uh, and movies like that usually have a lot of producers that are investing money in, but they don't know anything about filmmaking. Yeah. Um, it just... I think I think everybody needs to take this gun course, too, to, or the, the entertainment firearms thing uh, that we have to take, because I think we're the only, one of the only departments that need to take that. Yeah. Um, which is kind of shitty because I feel like the whole set really does need to know about that. They need to know how to check a weapon and they know how to check, uh, how to check, uh, dummy rounds. They need Mm -hmm. to know how to know all the weapons are cleared. Like nobody, I think, I think everybody, when they go up and they ask if they could check a weapon, I don't think they should all rely on the, the, the armor. I think they should know what the proper way is to actually look at that gun and, properly make sure for themselves and comfortably be like okay that's clear that's a safe weapon you know yeah like well especially the people that are responsible for the safety on set like the first ad yeah they should know that totally um so yeah it's just it's a shitty situation um I, they there's also like the, a lot of the news headlines are just very misleading a lot of the stuffs there's like a prop gun it's a it's a real gun it's not a prop gun like i feel like if you use that word prop gun you're talking about replica airsoft rubber that's a prop gun you know Mm -hmm. it's not something that can actually fire um and when you do have like why are you leaving a real gun out on a fucking like real guns need to be treated like like fucking they're the most dangerous like bomb yeah, that is they exactly are. Like, they are they just yeah. treated for what it fucking is mm-hmm. it's a gun they are made to kill people yeah yeah so um yeah it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how this is i feel like it's definitely gonna change the industry what is the the well, show well i wonder if i wonder if part of the blame is gonna be put on alec baldwin too i don't know not only because he is the one that fired it but he's also a producer yeah. That'll be interesting to see what uh, happens with that. It's yeah. just really unfortunate that someone it's, had to lose their life over this. Yeah. It, it's bad for everybody involved. Obviously, it's very bad for the person who lost their life. But, like, also, all these people have to deal with this, like, for the rest of their lives. Oh, yeah. Like, totally. Like, imagine being Alec Baldwin. You just fucking shot somebody yeah. you've been working with for however long. Yeah. Or like uh, the girl whose fucking job it was, as inexperienced as she was, she has to deal with the fact that her fuck ups killed somebody. Yeah. Like I think she was only like twenty four years old or something yeah. like that. Like yeah. she, 
she's starting life you know Mm -hmm. and now she has to deal with this shit and like the consequences that are like coming to her however hard or soft those are gonna be you know yeah it's gonna be shitty and then what is it like the the rookie the show the rookie just said that they are making away with uh i saw without real weapons they're not gonna have any real guns ever i can't believe that show's still going people watch that is that good I don't know. Should I look? I at don't it? know anything about. That. I worked on the pilot and like I was like, oh, okay, okay, it's another. I don't even know what it's about. I thought it was about baseball. Some it's like cop show. Nathan Fillion. He's back from space. He's a <laughs> cop now. <laughs> Pretty charming guy. <laughs> Hope you Wait, like... he came back for real. He came back from space. No, it's just I feel like. He's oh, a, okay. I feel like he's always in space. <laughs> oh, okay. well, I guess he wasn't in Castle, right? I didn't watch that. I don't know. Good. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of shows that get made that uh, cater to people in like Kansas that work like nine to five. Yeah. What's the and most like, exciting thing in the world? A cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, honey, uh, put on ABC. The rookie's on tonight. Maybe. Something, something about the law. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess they, they won't be using any real firing guns. I mean, Horror Stories doesn't, ever they never i i pitched it a few times in a couple of the episodes because we have did the dog just open the studio door? really did yeah really? oh my god the <laughs> dogs are just helping themselves in the studio they know they're not allowed in the studio so i think they just oh, like here comes they jump at the opportunity well, i think a lot of it has to do with some of dexter's political issues he's very young and naive yeah he just <laughs> he doesn't know when to shut up too so we just gotta kind of kick him out um but yeah the Horror stories didn't have uh didn't have any live firing guns as much time as I tried to convince them. It was just never a good thing, and I don't think they're ever gonna. I mean, after this, horror stories will never do live firing. Oh, I'm sure. But even though, like, all of the guns that we used uh on those sets were all real, you know, um, almost we always got real guns for horror stories for the uh. Because there was so many like extreme close-ups, and, and and there's a thing just about everything. Like you can get a replica, but the replicas are never kind of. They don't look the same. Yeah, they but don't we feel never the same. used blanks. We anything. never used blanks. It was never blanks. It was always either uh, dummy rounds. Uh, that's it. So like, again, can you explain what a dummy round is? A dummy for people round. That don't know. Yeah, it's and exactly, the difference between that and blanks. Well, blanks are they don't have a slug on it. They're exactly a they're the exact same thing as a bullet. Just instead of having a slug at the end, they crimp the end and they just keep the gunpowder. And that way, when the firing pin goes down and hits the little igniter at the end, it just blasts the powder up. And then there's there's quarter loads, half loads, uh, three quarter loads, and full loads. And that's the loads amount of, of powder of powder. So that's okay. how that that's t- referring to the amount of powder that's in the thing. And that goes into equation of how much your muzzle flash is going to be. So, um, and that's what that is. And then dummy rounds are fake rounds. Like you can actually buy dummy rounds from your ammunition store just to, cause you're not supposed to drive. It's bad for a gun to dry fire. Um, what does that mean? It means when you pull the trigger and click it with nothing in it. So if you're like trying to test out your gun or you're trying to like rack it, you a lot of people buy the and most of the dummy rounds they sell at like ammunition stores they're all red or they're like a certain color that very distinctly distinguishes it that it's not a real bullet so, like so it's very very clear but on film sets your dummy rounds look exactly like real bullets because 
if you need you have an actor loading a gun, you don't want him to be loading it with real bullets, so you get these dummy rounds. And the way you distinguish wh- how it's a dummy round is you take up the bullet and you shake it, and there's a little BB in the inside of it, and it, you could hear it rattling around. And dummy rounds are just to see them being loaded into guns. Yeah, or, or what like, is it? What is it for? Or what are their purpose? if you look at if you look at like say you're looking at the end of a revolver. You could see into the little slots of the revolver mm-hmm. from the gun, so you need to see bullets in there. Otherwise, you know it's not loaded. So, but it, you can't like pull the trigger and use it, though. Yeah, you can or pull you the can? trigger. Yeah. So, the, another second way to check the dummy rounds and make sure it's fake. The one way is the bead. The bead t- tells you there's no gunpowder in the gun, um, and that's your first distinguish. The other way is if you look at around the igniter. At the very back, it's that little round center, and in the, in the, right in the middle of it, there's a second little circle in the middle of it that will be punched in, because when the uh, when the uh, when the gun's firing pin goes down, it punches that igniter, and that's what ignites it and sets the bullet flying. So that's the two ways to check it. If that if that pin is punched in, it means the ignite it had already been ignited, and it can't be ignited again, basically. So that's your two fail safes to know that it's a dummy round. Okay. Aside from that, it looks like an exact Yo, bullet. You think someone's here for the barbecue? No. They wouldn't yeah, be here The dogs three. are freaking out. They're going bananas out there. No, see, I got these cameras out front, and it would be like, yo, there's somebody at your front door. But a dummy round wouldn't have the smoke effect like a blank would? No, dummy rounds don't do anything. They're just literal props. Okay. They're just bullet props. I mean, there are guns... With like we we started fucking with a non-gun on the last uh, yeah one because Ryan Murphy wanted to see some smoke coming and out. What of are the guns. what are non-guns? Non-guns are this like very very non-guns are weird, man. I don't like non-guns. Have you Wait, ever used a the, non-gun? The electric ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. an electric specially modified gun. Only um, they're patented through Independent Studio Services, and that's we talked about that a little bit on our last episode. That's the prop house. That's circles around it's it's basically ISS. yeah it's it's the big prop house for hand props and the biggest one in the country um they have non-guns and they're electric so what happens with those it's pretty much like a little electric cap gun you put in these little loads and charges and it's battery powered so it thing goes red and if you pull the trigger it does a little pop and then smoke comes out of the front so it gives you a tiny little flash and those are made because you can put them in clo- close quarters with people. They're not gunpowder being blasted out, so yeah. they can actually be pointed closer to like, people yeah, and shot. Range. And nothing can really be blasted out too much other than a little pop in the smoke and stuff. Non-guns are yeah, weird, They though. look weird. They look really yeah. weird. <laughs> they look unnatural. They almost look like toys. Yeah. yeah. It's just like... I don't know. I don't like them because <laughs> they, they don't usually look good on camera. Yeah. yeah. And on Drunk History, we use non-guns a lot. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't like the way they look. Like, the handle's, like, weird, like, bulky. Yeah. Like. Yeah. They're very interesting. But, so those those are, like, the... That's the other solution that, that we're kind of... That's not a real gun either, so so that kind of helps. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so those that's, that's the way to check. That's the way to around with it so on horror stories we would use a lot of uh we used a non-gun one time that we didn't even end up using mm-hmm. and then aside from that it was just real guns with dummy rounds and, and and stuff like that so we never even had a real armor there because there was never any um firing at all mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah so we'll we'll kind of see we'll keep you updated on what's 
what comes of this if anything new comes out of that uh we kind of already been talking a little bit about stuff but tv movie stuff yeah yeah did you want me to talk about my dmt oh yeah go for that (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay yeah what i've been waiting for you to tell me about that actually Uh, so is it like a pill or a liquid or it's a like vape pen. what is it? Yeah, it's a, uh, so I have an a vape. Um, those, if you don't know what DMT is, it's dimethyltryptamine. It's a very simple molecule that exists all throughout nature. And in your mind, apparently your brain releases it like when you're dying and shit. Anyway, you could smoke it and you can like basically go to the spirit world or, you know, go talk to aliens or talk to inner parts of yourself. Uh, it's all really uh, how you interpret it, I guess. You know, no one really knows what's going on. Okay, so here, <laughs> here's what happened. Um, so uh, my partner and I did shrooms. So we do shrooms probably like twice a month or whatever and have a shroom night. Um, like, so I had like a whole night on shrooms and then like... Like LA- microdosing? No, no. Like, I think what we did like five or six Did capsules. you see any gerbils? Mm-hmm. No gerbils. Okay. Uh, I don't think this time. Um, but anyway, uh, after my partner fell asleep and I was like laying there, um, started feeling weird about certain things in my life and stuff. And, you know, I have had the DMT for what, like a year now or some shit? And it's been sitting up on the shelf and I haven't really been thinking about it much. So I'm sitting there and I'm looking out the door. So you haven't, this is the first time you've used it? Uh, technically the third, because the first two times I tried it, I didn't have something that burnt it well enough. So like not much happened. Like my bed turned into water. Oh my that. <laughs> but that was like, a I would have it. a fucking panic attack. Uh, so I'm sitting there. I'm like thinking about life and stuff. And, um, it, it's, it's very hard to explain. I don't know how to explain it. But, you know, a lot about DMT is, like, very telepathic. I'm, like, laying there in bed looking out my bedroom door. And it's all, like, pink out there because I have, like, a lot of pretty lights. (laughs) And it was like, hey, come on. It's time. Let's go. And I was like. The DMT was talking to you? Yeah. I was like, now? Like. Okay. Tonight? Like, I don't know if I'm. Come on. It's time. This (laughs) this is the night. I'm like. Okay, like I always told uh, my partner that, you know, they can sit there and watch me as I do it, but... Do they do it? Uh, They did do it after I did, okay. after this experience I had. Um, But it was, uh, it told me like, no, let them sleep. Come on. I put a rope on. I went out to the living room and I uh, I laid down. Or I, I got the thing from the, the shelf and I, you know, laid down and I start hitting the, the pen and uh, I could hear the music that was playing in the other room still. Um, and I kept worrying about Elliot, like, what or, like what if they come out and they get scared because they don't know what's happening. Uh, but anyway, I'm hitting the pen and I can see, like, it almost looks like a cartoony Las Vegas kind of happening. Like I'm laying, looking up at the sky cause I'm, you know, laying on the couch and I could see like these buildings and one of them was built out of like, you know, they're like made of light, but they're like these cartoonish naked women. And, um, 
it was implied by, you know, the entities or whatever that my friend Amanda who passed away Mm. gave me that like tower to look at of like the naked cartoon women because <laughs> um, she yeah. knew that you liked naked cartoon women. I guess. Um, <laughs> so this is all happening on your ceiling on i know it's like um like are your eyes open like my eyes are closed and i'm kind of in a, another dimension a little bit uh, i'm while well, i'm like floating up away from the earth uh, so I'm like seeing this like as if these buildings exist like where I live, but I'm like floating above my apartment. Okay. Sort of. <laughs> um, and I I'm hitting the pen more, and I now I this like I, I keep thinking about Elliot and like worrying, and like now this big white ceiling, it's like a square ceiling, so it's coming down at me with all these eyes and like big eyelashes. It looks like something Jim Henson made. And it, it's got uh, palm tree leaves as wings. And it's coming down looking at me really. Like Miss Piggy's eyes? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> but the, it, it's like a this square ceiling. It's coming at me real accusatory. Like, are you really ready to come up? <laughs> and I'm like, ah, give me a second. So I sit up and I go check on Elliot. And I, I, shut, my, um, I shut my music off. And I just like kiss Elliot on the head. And I'm like, I love you so much. You mean so much to me. I'll be back. And I shut the door and then like, they didn't wake up, you know, they're just asleep. Um, and then I go back out there and I start hitting the pen again. And like, now things are just different, like very, like more intense. And there's like these patterns happening with little clowns dancing in them. And I start coming up to this deep purple ceiling with all the eyes closed and I hit the, hit the pen again and they start opening like do, 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 do. And like I start flying toward it and I hit the pen again and it cracks open and I'm like flying through early nineties trapper keeper land. Like a lot that of sounds rad. Like a lot of grid <laughs> stuff, some checker patterns. Like, like some like, Lisa Frank. Yeah, like really <laughs> crazy stuff. And um and I I like I can feel myself like if I oh shit, I forgot to tell you. When I got up to go see Elliot before I, I like came back to do it again, I felt like my dad was in my body. Ugh. Like Whoa. I I looked at there was an ashtray and there was like a glass of water, and I remember looking at them and hearing his thoughts about those like oh an ashtray so I could like put my cigarette out and like this water, but I was. That's so weird. I was imagining like what he thought about a glass of water and I could taste that it was New Jersey water. Weird, right? Filthy Jersey water. Because he's never been to LA. Yeah. Like he's never, he was, you know, born, raised, dead over that. <laughs> um, That's wow. And like when I went to go check on Elliot, I could feel like he was there too, like mm -hmm. getting to know them sort of because mm -hmm. he's been dead. It was weird. Anyway, so now I'm like going back, like I go through the purple ceiling um, and I start getting sucked through this tube and it's like, so say my brain is an NES, like first Nintendo system, but I'm trying to play like an Xbox One game. That's what it felt like. Like my brain. So like you couldn't comprehend my yeah, like my dumb human brain just can't like find its footing in this reality. 
So it's taking textures and stuff from my memories and using them to build the world because my brain can't like render the real textures. So like one pillar was like this character from Gumby. Like, cause I used to watch <laughs> Gumby as a kid. It was like the, the yellow dinosaur prickle. Yeah. Oh, like, and like, it was a lot of weird stuff like that. Like the ground was just made of things from my memory and stuff. Oh, and, wow. Uh, and I remember thinking, this is all very silly. And they said, <laughs> is oh. it like Pee Wee's Playhouse? Exactly. And okay. I, like, but not yet. Okay. Like, cause that's how I've described this. Um, but like, I, when I started saying like, this is all very silly. They were like, of course it is. This is all for you. You are silly. <laughs> like, that's why it's like this. It's not like this for everybody else. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Oh. All right. And I, I'm, I'm on- so honored. Thank you. Yeah. And then I'm on this train and it's like, but it's not like a big train. It's like almost like a toy train where like a but- Thomas, the toy train. Sort of maybe, but like I'm laying down on what like the top, uh, fucking like what are they? The the carts of the trains are yeah. beds, <laughs> and I'm just laying in one, and I'm being taken somewhere, and I'm like trying to get acclimated to this new reality because it's very much like if you start a new video game and you don't know the controls yet, uh-huh. and you're like, oh, okay, and it's like implied to, don't even just relax, relax yeah, stay on the bed. I'm like, okay. And I go somewhere that is very much Pee Wee's Playhouse. That sounds kind of fun. (laughs) It was. Like, it was the best. Yeah. Like, they were so excited that I finally did the DMT and I, like, came to see them. Yeah. And it felt like I was home for the first time in a long time. Like, like I knew these people, but I... Like, I knew Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> He's like, yeah. and they're like, giant underpants. Yeah. Well. <laughs> no, but it, uh, it was very, it felt very like the Muppet show. Like the entities felt like Muppets. Mm-hmm. And I was laying on one, and it was just this big, kind of like almost like cherry from Pee Wee's Playhouse. It was something like that, but hairier. And uh, they were all just like excited for me. And, like, really happy and saying, like, I'm doing a really good job, like, acclimating myself to that reality. And, like, I started to feel the DMT wear off. And uh, I, like, smiled and I went to hit the pen again. And they go, no, 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 don't do that. Whoa. It doesn't work like that. Go back. Relax. Process this. Like, you had your moment. Yeah. Like, don't, you know, don't go crazy on it. I come back, come back and see us anytime. You know, this is always going to be here. You know, we're waiting for you. And I was like, shit, I want to talk about my friend Amanda that passed away. And they're like, we know, don't worry about it. We know all about it. We talk about as much as you want when you get back. I was like, all right. Okay. And then I could feel myself, like everything over there is telepathic. And I could feel myself losing the ability to communicate telepathically as I fall back through to the uh, earth. So I just start like saying like with my human mouth, like, I love you guys. Thank you so much. And like blowing <laughs> kisses up to the sky. And then like I woke up like, ah, and then like I ran over and like I woke up Ellie and told them all about it. And they were very like, <laughs> and they're oh, like, what are you doing? Because they're also still in shrooms. Like they were like, this. give me that pen. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The next day they they tried it. They had some sort of very different crazy. Experience. They didn't go to Pee Wee's Playhouse. No, no, no. 
it had to do with like this giant woman that was holding them and it was someone that they recognized from like something from childhood or something mm. like they had had that experience deep well i'm glad you finally had the experience you were looking for yeah it's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> that's a good segue i guess into movie stuff because that sounds like it could be made into a movie or tv show oh wait it was yeah. peewee's playhouse yeah. <laughs> Get bed, there'll be no more napping. <laughs> that's a theme didn't song. didn't tim burton make peewee's playhouse i don't know i'm pretty positive you did i don't know too look much it up about the you got the internets look it up you got the internets let's surf the web how do you spell peewee p e e w e e e e e e um tim burton yeah oh yeah oh yeah 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 he wasn't a writer but he directed yeah all right, let's see what's going on in the uh-huh. news. That was a good impression. <laughs> for TV today. It's not for sale, Francis. <laughs> um, we have... Cowboy Bebop trailer features <gasps> three bounty hunters tracking down a criminal with... Style. Did you watch oh. Cowboy Bebop? No. Were you a fan of it? I knew you were, though. That's why oh I brought this God. piece up. All I know is there's a corgi. Yeah. Look at this photo. Looks pretty badass, I will say that. Yeah. I hope this is so good. Do you want to see the TV? Yes. Have you seen it yet? Oh, no. it's a Netflix thing. It's a little loud to start, sorry. Oh, yeah. It's like a... I guess they did like a shot for shot. Hey! There's a new bounty on the line. Worth the trouble? You want to keep oh, the lights on it's around Harold. Here. Yeah, Where Harold and Tomorrow. We'll handle this one on our own. Not a chance. Not that way. Bang. Oh, wow. Is this how the show is going? Not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the bounty. I got him. That's not the bounty either. What? We're on a job. Seriously? Noodles first. Like it'd be so hard to shoot. Yeah, right. But is this how the show is, or this is just like this promo? I don't know. I'm very like seventies. Yeah, like. I'm guessing it has to be how the show is, because like yeah, it definitely has to be how the show is. I like any of them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nut buckets. There's no payout if you shoot him in the face. That was him. Please. I got him with three clean slugs in the leg. I never miss, and I aim for his leg. Are they, miss. like, bounty hunters? Yeah, in space. I mean, oh, okay. It's like... 
I don't know if I liked any of that at all. It seemed m way more goofy than the actual anime. The anime oh, okay. is like very like serious, kind of serious and darkish. So that's gonna be on Netflix. Like that seemed like all the weird like. Ch 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 yeah. I don't know what the, any of that was about. Other than like that type of stuff, they use it in the intro of the mm. show, but it's not like how the show is. The show's just like this like gritty '90s anime about hunting bounties and being fucking poor and almost just fucking dying in space because you can't afford gas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got an incredible soundtrack. It's like all like Japanese jazz type of stuff happening. Okay. Uh, Bill Hader is going to be directing his first movie. Um, I guess he's starting to direct a little bit more considering he just, uh, he uh, directed a bunch of episodes from season three and four of uh, Barry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now he's up in that and he, he's in Adam's family, I guess the Adam's family two thing that they're, they're making. Oh, the, the animated one. Yeah. And he had to, because of COVID, he had to record a lot of his lines in his bedroom. <laughs> nice. So that'll be good stuff. Do -do -do -do. Um, do, 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 do. do you guys want to play some games? Yeah. All right. What do you want to do first? You want to do trivia? Trivia. 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 I could do a little trivia. All right. So we will do about. I almost forgot I was on a talk show right now. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you think you were? <laughs> uh, Outer space. Man, I'm running know. out of pages in this thing. Holy shit. Okay, got a blank look. look at you with your notebook and your notes. So we'll do... Why is there a hook attached to this pen? So I can hang it on things. Oh. Okay. That's smart, but also, is that about a murder? Scary. There we go. Let <laughs> me see it. Do you need this pen? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I actually need the pen. Okay, so let's see. We got Bill. Me? Jackie. Yeah. And me. It's, it's a me, Mikey. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Have you guys talked about the Mario Brothers movie? I I, like a little a bit. Couple yeah, a couple ago, episodes ago. You did. News. With okay. Loomer totally. and... Yeah, I think we did. We definitely did. Cranky Kong. Mama and they were like, what is a Cranky Kong? I was <gasps> Who like, said it's, that? It's the Grandpa Kong. Yeah. He's supposed yeah. to be the original Donkey Kong, but now he's all old. Yeah. yeah. In a rocking chair. All right, so we'll do about Excuse 20... Me. 20 questions and we're going to see who can get the most right uh we'll wait wait how do we do it though is are we hitting a buzzer no so we'll do it like this which singer starred alongside steve martin <gasps> in the 2006 remake of the pink panther wait should we well we don't want to copy each other's well, answers that's, no, should that's... we hold up like i choose this one and then we'll do it or do we just call it out no let's do that because I oh, already man. said that I know Wait. this, and then you guys are going to pick my thing. Wait, I got to write things? Was there another pen or something? <sighs> yeah. Here. Oh, there you go. Oh, man, this is rough. Oh, man. I got to... Um, Here's a marker. Oh, All right. Markers work. Here, we'll do it this. So, which singer starred alongside Steve Martin in the 2006 remake of Pink Panther? Is it A, Beyonce, B, Britney Spears, C, Rihanna, or D, Mariah Carey? Okay. Are your answers in? Yes. Bill, what did you go with? Mariah Carey? I, too, went with Mariah Carey. You're both wrong. It is 
the Queen Bee, Beyonce. Really? That yes. Uh, that long it is ago? Beyonce. So Jackie gets a point. Hell yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. I was just trying to think of like when that movie came out. Okay. 2006. Which two movies starred from the same script? Oh, started, sorry. Which two movies started from the same script? Was it Star Wars and Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Was it B, E.T., and Poultry Guys? That would be crazy if it was B. <laughs> was it C, The Goonies and Indiana Jones? Hmm. Or was it D, Jurassic Park and The Land Before Time. This is hard. I have chosen. What'd you go with? B. B? You think it's E.T. and the Poultry Guys? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be crazy. <laughs> Those are two totally different movies. What'd you go with? I said Jurassic Park and LBT, Land Before Time. I, I also said D. Um, Jurassic Parks, and the answer is E.T. and the Poultry what? Guys. Yeah, it's the only one that made sense to me. Oh. I mean, because Jurassic Park was a book that was written by a dude that had nothing to do with Land Before Time, so I knew that wasn't real. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but how are E.T. and Poltergeist connected? Um, do you know? I don't. Okay. Uh, but I could see. We'll, we'll leave that here. a mystery. Well, no, no. This oh. one has a bonus fact on oh, it. So okay. Steven Spielberg was going to produce filmmaker John Sayles' Night Skies script about a rural family invaded by aliens that could kill with the touch of a finger, but decided to go with a more family-friendly route with the story by creating E.T. Who Sa- could heal with the touch of a finger? <laughs> Sales wouldn't rewrite the script, but Spielberg kept the idea for Poultry Guys. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay. Just remember the scene of the hand coming out of the fuzzy TV and going after the girl. How many Oscars has Halle <laughs> Berry won? A, two, B, one, C, zero, D, four. Oh, yikes. Um, a. Uh, you're going to go with A? Two. Uh, Jackie? A, two. A, two. I'm going to go with God, C, I forgot zero. Oh, poor Halle Berry. can't believe you got Such zero. a babe. Oh, what? that's a terrible one. picture of her, though. Yeah. So did nobody get that correct? No. What is it? One. One? B, one. Damn. What was it for? Oh, wait. I do have B on my paper, but it's from the last question. Um, Don't cheat. In there. <laughs> uh, true or false, Speed is the only movie Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves have starred in together. Oops. I shouldn't answer you that You fucking... Word. No, you're not answering that. All right. What'd you put? It's false. Um... Bill, yeah, it's it's false. It's like, false because it, yes, they were in two thousand six, the Lake House together. Very romantic. They also starred in two thousand six, Lake House together. Lake House. He was a ghost that was writing letters to her in her mailbox. What a creep! It's <laughs> uh, a good movie. Which movie is this quote from? What's in the box? I know this oh, one. This is easy. Seven. Is if it, you don't uh, yeah. Bill. <laughs> oh, I forgot we're writing. <laughs> we're all going to we'll get Well, that we would have got we all gotten it anyway. It's one of the biggest movie quotes ever. Yeah. I feel like we say it on set like 5 times a day. What's in the box? D7. Um you actually I'm going to take away your point because it's not S E V E N. It's S E 7 E N. So Are you fucking kidding so me? You're no. Wrong. No, you're giving me that <laughs> That's point. That's what I wrote. <laughs> you're giving me that point. 
Okay. Uh, oh, <gasps> oh uh, I got this. No yelling out answers. <laughs> I need to read the question because this is an audio platform. Wait. In, in the movie Mean Girls, Katie moves to Illinois from which mm-hmm. continent? I know this. I know this I too. Know. Is it A, Australia, B, Europe, C, Africa, or D, Asia? So, I mean, I'll go first, I guess. It's Africa. Africa. It is Africa. I thought. I believe she specifically says South Africa. Does she not? She just says Africa. Yeah, but that's the same um, I continent. Don't, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think she specified where she was from. Hmm. Okay, this one's oh. a Halloween okay, question. Okay, I got this. Question, all right. Um, dun, 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 we just we just watched the whole movies that made us Halloween edition, so we should we should be uh, tuned up on this. Not me. Michael Myers. Yep, we know this one. Oh. Michael Myers' mask in Halloween is which actor's face? Is it A. Clint Eastwood, B. Marlon Brando, C. Paul Newman, or D. William Shatner? Oh fuck, Bill. Uh, uh, Will Shatner, Jackie, William Shatner. I, it I, is indeed. I did a little Will, Will Sh- Shat. Will Shat. <laughs> it is indeed William Shatner. Uh, specifically, Captain Kirk. It was star his Star Trek character, Captain Kirk. Uh, there wasn't money in 1978 for horror film budget to create a custom mask. So the art director bought a clown and a Captain Kirk mask. The crew spray painted it white, adjusted the eyes, and and the hair to create the terrifying mask that we know now. Yep. How crazy is that? <laughs> I wonder what <laughs> Will, really Will Shatner thinks about that. Yeah, he's probably like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I, there I'm was a, like a quote I'm a star on of a movie, but I'm not getting any money. Yeah. Which movie was not directed by Tim Burton? Oh, I got this. A The Witches. B, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. So, well, we know at least that one was because we just kind of looked it up, well, ironically enough. C, Corpse Bride. D, Big Fish. Oh. Huh. Uh, do I go? Uh, you can. I said A, The Witches. It is A, The Witches. Oh, I said Big Fish, but I guess I'm wrong. I think that's why they put it's it there. It's The Witches. They got you. You played their game and you lost. All right. I'm really sucking this. this yeah, you are. Um, it's nice right. to watch those. Lip Wait, work. are you keeping score? Yes. Okay. Which movie <laughs> does not feature Emma Stone? Oh, I, I, might, got this. I might know this one. A. Super bad. B. Easy A. C. The help. D. No strings attached. Hmm. You? C. C. Jackie? It is D. No strings attached. Oh, I said <gasps> C also. I've never seen either of those two movies. I've never. No strings attached is the answer. Jackie gets the point. Yes. I'm really good at this. Not we'll me. see. We'll see. We still got some more. <gasps> oh, a Toy Story question. Any Disney movie? I got this shit. Horny we'll for see. wood. What object was Toy Story's Woody originally? A ventriloquist dummy. B, a puppet. C, a clown doll. D, a nesting doll. What's a nesting doll? Oh, you know, like they're the like the ones. Russian um, babushkas. Oh. That it's like a large one and then a medium oh, one yeah. and then a little baby one. 
you know this one? You yeah. don't. You don't know. No, I do. Okay, sure. Um, what did you go with then? A ventriloquist. I also went with a ventriloquist. I went with B, a puppet. Okay. Let's see what we. Uh, You're a puppet. It's a ventriloquist. Hell Son yeah. Of a bitch. They changed it because ventriloquist dolls are scary as fuck. They have one in them. Yeah. Also, thing. like early movie. And that guy's scary as fuck. Even in the later <laughs> versions, Woody was written as a sarcastic bully trying to rally the other toys against Buzz. Luckily, the studio decided to transform him into a lovable character. Yeah, I watched a documentary about that. I was like, oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Woody's no good. <laughs> Who directed Silence of the Lambs? Wes Anderson, Jonathan Demme, Oliver Stone, or Christopher Nolan? Uh, I don't know this one. I'll go f- I'm going to no. be honest. I'll write down well, your Well, hold answers. on. Let me, let me, let me... Okay. I went with C. Oliver Stone. I also went with C. Oliver Stone. I did too. Damn it. Is that right? Nope. Oh, fuck. It's Jonathan Demme. I terrible. should know that. No Damn. points are given. Okay. Okay. I still have time to rally. Not me. <laughs> Which isn't a core rule for handling <gasps> a mogway in, in Gremlins? Do not feed after midnight. Oh, this is like Ron Jeremy rules too. <laughs> Do not expose it to bright lights. Don't give it away. <laughs> Do not let it get wet. Uh. Do not let it get cold. Hmm. hmm. What'd you say, Bill? D, cold. They don't give a fuck about the weather. I think I also said decoy. A, don't feed it after midnight. I think that's one. the only one I do know that's, is. That's one of the biggies. If you feed it <gasps> after midnight, they Fuck. go into We're their right. cocoon phase and turn into the green things instead of the fuzzy boys. You guys are right. Yep. Damn it. Finally. Okay. Next. I need to, we need to rewatch All right. that. Oh, it's so good. All right, all right. We <gasps> oh, got a good fuck. one. We got First a good Terminator one. Movie. Terminator. I definitely don't got this. <laughs> Which professional athlete was considered for the lead in the Terminator? Dan Marino, Mike Tyson, O.J. Simpson, or Wayne Gretzky? Oh, man. Did you already write your answer? Mm-hmm. I went with Dan Marino. I went with Wayne Gretzky. I said OJ. <laughs> and the answer is OJ Simpson. Yeah, oh, no baby. Way. Dude, could you imagine <laughs> the timeline, the world we'd live in if oh, Terminator man. was OJ and then yeah. he murdered his wife? Oh, my and God. And we had to live with that? Oh, man. No, no one would watch Terminator 2 anymore. <laughs> no. And it's one yeah. of the best films. Yeah. No. Nope. Uh, director James Cameron rejected the choice because he didn't think this likable, goofy, kind of innocent, innocent guy could pull off a cyborg assassin. Innocent guy. Innocent guy. Yeah, he was weird. found innocent. He was. Yeah. And Tw- now he's on Twitter being like, what's up, Twitter world? Hey, I killed my wife, but... <laughs> yeah. You know, remember Naked Gun? <laughs> True or false? The Shining was Stephen King's first novel to be adapted into a movie. Mm, this seems such like a 
When did The Shining come out? 80s. I'm going to say... 80s. I'm going to say false. Was it the 80s? Jackie? Did Bill write his answer down? No, wait. There's no multiple choice? Oh, true Yeah, yeah it, it is multiple true choice. It's either true or it's false. No. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say this one. Jackie? Okay, now that Bill's written his answer down, I said false. I also said false. It's false. Woo, baby. I, I feel like he needs to start somewhere before he got there. What was it? It was false. Carrie. Oh, Carrie. Uh, Carrie oh, was actually yeah. the first yeah. movie adapted. Okay, cool. Yeah, Your makes, dirty pillows are out. <laughs> Does anybody know what movie this is? Uh, I, who was that? Looks like she's holding like, I don't know. A doll. Oh, I was going to be right. I was like, is that a Monsters, Inc. doll by the little... Okay, how old oh. was the voice actress of Monsters, Inc.'s Boo at the time of production? Kitty. Oh, man. Four. Two and a half. That's specific. Six. Or ten. Um, When do ki- kids start talking? I'm not telling you. Uh, <laughs> Just pick an answer. Seven years old, I think. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go with B. Two and a half. I also said two and a half. I said A4. Let's Sink see. your battleship. Two and a half yeah. is the answer. I hate this place. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number 16. Oh, two and a half. Uh, Mary Gibbs had trouble sitting still through the scenes, so the crew would follow her around with a microphone. They'd tickle her or take candy away to make her laugh or cry. It's so mean. So the emotions are as real as they sound. Well, when uh, you're two and a half, you don't know what the fuck's happening. Yeah, you yeah. just got a bunch of people chasing you down the hallway, stealing your With candy. a microphone yeah. in your face. And a diaper full of poo. Yes, give us those tears. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just like Monsters, Inc. Yeah. <gasps> We're taking your screams. Mike was Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so meta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who took, Mike was asking. Who took home an Oscar for Best Actor in 1998? Was it Matt Damon? It was Ooh. not Leonardo DiCaprio. Was it Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson. Was it Liam Neeson? Liam Neeson. Or was it Sean Penn? These are all... Oh, this is hard. I'm going to... S- oh, wait. I got to write it and not yell it. Okay. All right. I put Matt Damon. I also put Matt Damon. I also put Matt Damon. I was thinking for Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, right? I think right. Goodwill Hunting. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. What about how about them apples? It was Damn Jack it! Nicholson. <laughs> we all it got was it Jack wrong. Nicholson for Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> yeah. I don't like these fucking apples. He won it as a as his performance for as good as it gets. Well, that's stupid. I don't know what that is. I don't think I ever saw that. Oh wait, wait, wait. you know I do remember that. This is as good out. as it gets. Yeah. Ow. I uh, shit my pants. Is this Prince of Arabia? <laughs> yes. Or is this... Lawrence of Arabia. Or, yeah. Bonus Oh, facts. Which or Star Wars Lawrence. character appears in Indiana Jones? Oh, come on now. Jar Jar I don't Binks. even need to see this one. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Misa, get the holy is it, <laughs> is it R2-D2 and C-3PO? Yeah. Is it Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia? Is it Yoda and Obi-Wan Kenobi? 
Or is it Han Solo and Chewie? Wait a minute. Wait, what? Oh, so the actual movie character appears. Which Star Wars characters appear in Indiana Jones? Not actors? So this is a confusing Characters. Because if we're talking about actors, it's definitely Harrison Ford. Yeah, but it's not, it's not the question. It's characters. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um. Well, then I'm going to change my answer. Fuck. La, la, la. Um, okay. I guess I'll go A. I also went R2-D2 and C-3PO, eh? I did a little wild boy, and I did I did C with Yoda and Obi. Yoda and oh. Obi. Well, Jackie and I are right. Yeah. <laughs> what? So let's see. Let's see the... Uh, look closely at the scenery in later Raiders of the Lost Ark, and you'll notice hieroglyphics with robots likeness in the two scenes. Oh, I interesting. See, I don't see them in these ones. I guess if you look at that close enough. Okay. Okay, anyways, a few more questions left. Who plays lawyer-turned-youth hockey coach Gordon Bombay in the Mighty Duck franchise? Oh, this is an easy one. A, Denzel Washington, B, Charlie Sheen, C, Emilio Estevez, or D, Tim Allen? Uh, I thought I knew this. Write down your answer. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Mikey. What? <laughs> it's... Uh, hold on. Holding mm. on. Hold on. I th- For one more day. Come on. Okay. Oh. You, <laughs> this is totally wrong. What'd you get? Um... I wrote C. Emilio Estevan. You're right. C. Emilio <laughs> really? Estevan. <Yeah. laughs> As per yeah. that picture of him on the cover right there. Okay. Oh, Ooh. yeah. You totally I knew just, for sure it was You totally could have just looked right there. Well, <laughs> I know what he looks like. I just didn't know his name. The name's at the top. <laughs> his name's Julio Iglesias. Uh, <laughs> well, I knew it wasn't Denzel or Charlie or Tim Allen. So it was like, I guess yeah, that guy. <laughs> All right. I didn't know what Emilio Estevez looked like. True or false? Gone with the Wind's fire scene. Is old sets being burnt? I'll say. Sure. Oh, oh my god. That was just perfect set etiquette back then. Oh, you done with that set? Burn it. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you put? I said yes. Yeah. Or true. Bill? Just say it. Just say it. You have true. a table. You true. Can I, I do believe that because of the time it was made and how yeah. those people were and didn't yeah. give a shit about recycling or anything. It is indeed true. Burn it. Okay, and our final question. Oh, wait, the filmmakers had to get rid of the old sets anyway to make room for new scenery. Of course. So burning them and filming in Atlanta, uh, going down in flames accomplished both. Um, filmmakers are lucky it worked, and the shot blazed even before the movie's cast was confirmed. Cool. So the yeah, last yeah, yeah, last question. <gasps> yes, I got this. The In the ring, how long do people have to live after they watch the curse video? Uh, tape A three days B seven days C five days D one day I need to rewatch this it's been a while okay did all, all you wrote down your answers yep it's seven days yeah seven That's... days so 
We all got that one. Woo! Yeah. All right. I love that movie. When I saw that when it first came out, I was like, oh my God, this is terrifying. Mm-hmm. And then I saw The Ring 2 in theaters, and that was not good. I do not I recommend it. it. There's a scene where, spoiler, uh, Samara comes out of the well, and um, Naomi Watts, like, like punts her back into the <laughs> into the well is like because samara's like mommy and she's like i'm not your fucking mommy and like pushes her back into the well interesting what the fuck all right <laughs> you want to know what the scores are yes well i got nine bill you got 10 and jackie wins with 13 Hell Man, yeah! I'm Woo. not very good at movies. Well, maybe the we'll try a different website next time. This was more we, we did more from Digest. the yeah it was Reader's Digest, so we did more from the same from last week, um, and all that. But uh, I wanted to do a top ten, but I think we've kind of been running out of time. Yeah, we're pulling out of the time, so I'll save the top ten next week. We'll be doing uh, top ten Halloween movies. Yeah. So I'll leave that one open and we'll talk about that next week. But spooky season. Um but that that trivia right there was brought to you by Official Clothing, the clothing brand that's rooted in hip hop based out of Tucson, Arizona by our very own Mr. Homie Casual. Um they got some good stuff over there. They got some good quality shit. I don't even know if I have the sound. Sa- I don't think I have the soundbite anymore, so I can't What? Play. I have it. What? It it unprogrammed Of Nick it unprogrammed How from... How dare you get rid of that? No, I didn't get rid of it. I, I like moved some stuff around the board because I had to make room on the memory card, and it, it kind of got rid of it. If you have I Freddy have going... D- D- Dick Greer instead of I don't Nick. have that either right now. And it's good fucking high quality. I'm, I'm going to... One of the, these next days off I have, if I have a day off, I'm going to rearrange the studio and start to hook things up. I think I'm going to move the couch over there and put that table over here. And you know, it's just a good idea. Yeah, I think so. Um, so we'll see there. But uh, yeah, if you go over to official.com, o h f i s h l dot com, you can use promo code Hollywood during checkout, and you'll get twenty five percent off your first purchase. It's really, really good stuff. It's good shit. Um, and it's good fucking high quality. Right. Uh, so go ahead, set that shit up, and it's going to be good. Um, some good stuff. So we are part of an inner circle podcast network it's a pretty great network all really cool cool people over there really really good shows uh you can check out shows if you go to innercirclepn.com there's shows like my brother's show the plunge um where they just talk about plunging toilets and stuff (laughs) you stole my joke yep and they talk about dipping into waters and and that sort of shit so go ahead and check out the Plunge podcast. Uh, you can also check out stuff like Shit Happens When You Party Naked. Um, but that they're on Patreon. So if you want to go over to Patreon, you can find the Plunge on Patreon also if you want a little bit of extra content. Uh, but the Shit Happens When You Party Naked is solely, exclusively available over on Patreon. So go ahead and check them out. There's also the Untrained Eye. Beth and DJ. With Beth and DJ. You can go and check out the Beth, Untrained Eye. Beth is a queen, and I love her. Yeah. Why? Because she's rad. <laughs> Why is she a queen? She's a badass bitch. Okay. She's got bees in her pocket. <laughs> DJ, you're cool too. You know what I mean? DJ's awesome. Um, they they were the inspiration for doing a little bit of movie trivia, so I'll, I'll credit them with that since we stole their bit a little bit. You're <laughs> the reason yeah. for my life. You're the inspiration. 
Shrek? Yep, that's correct. <laughs> um, there's also other shows like The Hood Diner. Took a break for a little while, but excited to hear some new Hood. Uh, did I get them all? No, Simmons and Moore. Po- How could I forget the infamous well, Simmons no, and Moore podcast? I don't know, you're just being rude on purpose at this point. Freddie likes to say Bobby Blue Jeans. Bobby Blue Baby Jeans. Baby Blue Jeans. Bobby Blue Jeans. Why is that? What? It's because when we went to visit him, <laughs> he was wearing baby blue jeans. <laughs> Freddie was like, Freddie gave him a really what hard are time you a girl it? in seventh grade wearing baby blue jeans? <laughs> so rude for no reason all the time. <laughs> yep. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> <laughs> Let's rock these fucking baby blue jeans. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I mean, he's he's the best thing about Bobby is he's such a good sport about all that stuff. So he, he dished it back a little bit, which is good. Um, Simmons and more podcasts. I love those guys. Go check out that stuff. There's also um, Creatures of the Night has been on and better than ever. So check out Creatures. Jackie listens to Creatures all the time. Yeah, I like it a lot. I like spooky things and uh, conspiracy theories and all that. Spooky, scary. Um yeah, so go Boys ahead and check that. Men. Spiritual men stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, I'm actually... Have they asked you to be on that? I feel like you would be good on that. On what? Creatures, Creatures of the, of the Night. night. Uh, it was discussed and then never really discussed. Oh. It was like, hey, you should be on Creatures of the Night. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to wait for that phone call. I sat by the phone for like at least three years. <laughs> well, Adam, give Bill a call. Damn. I'm sure he will. Um, I know Freddie was on it to talk about ghosts at one point, but someone who's never seen a ghost has been on that. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, go ahead, check out all those shows that you can find it at innercirclepn.com. You can check out our show anywhere podcasts can be found. You know, should we haven't gotten many new comments or, or anything lately, so you know, if you like our show, just leave a little review. Let us know how you're doing. You know, Tell if you me the story of the earliest Christmas you could remember and what that. your favorite gift was. I would love that. Um, <laughs> you could, <laughs> you could that. find us on Instagram. We're also on Facebook. Uh, we used to be on Twitter, but then Bill got lazy and none of us use <gasps> Twitter. So so we, we you probably yep. won't find us much <laughs> there anymore. Um, but, you know, the, we're on the other things. You give us a call if you want to be played on the show. Let us know what you think of the show. Give us some advice. Uh, if you need advice, we'll give it to you, and it or might if, not be good. Oh maybe Freddie's no. dad will make a reappearance on that call. Maybe Freddie's dad he will was make offended, a call. He was offended by you, you know. <laughs> was he? What yeah. his dad? Yeah, he 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 told Freddie that uh, why is she making an impression of me, and why am I southern? <laughs> when you guys did the hundredth episode, and I called in, and I was really fucked up at a bar in Hawaii, and I was like, Freddie. This is your paw. Oh <laughs> the worst. I love that he heard it. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. So I guess Freddy, Freddy's dad and I got beef now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you butchered you his, his impression. So maybe <laughs> you should just work on that a little more. Wow, well, no, maybe so he bad. should just call in more. Maybe call you his should son. take a long, hard look at your call boy. All the time. Kiss him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so you can call that hotline. Um, we won't answer it, I promise, unless you can we're call recording. call that hot dog. Um, it's 818-928-5379. 818-928-5379. You want to hear that number again? No. Hit, hit that little 15-second 15, 15 rewind button, it's and the then you're going to hit it. 
It's the worst lineup of numbers I've ever heard. <laughs> and it will be there. It's the exact one I don't want to hear. Uh, thank you for tuning in again. This has been another episode of Failing Hollywood. Until next week. Bye. Whenever I see the, the cover, bam, 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 bam. Oh, <laughs> you